We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, the season finale of the PGA Pick Show. We'll still be running DraftKings shows for all the swing season contests. And again, tomorrow, Rick Gaiman will be on to try to break down the interesting strategy for the Tour Championship. But myself and Jeff Feinberg are in studio to talk about Eastlake. If people want to get into a draw for 20 DK bucks, Jeff, you know how they do that? Do you? I certainly do. Yeah, you smash the like button for the episode. You leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section and tell me who you think is going to win this week. Win the FedEx Cup. That's that's the draw. Uh, there's no listener league this week because it's like, who cares? Yeah, come on. Kind of thing. I'm interested in the DraftKings strategy surrounding this. That's fine. And I'm going to dig into this with Rick tomorrow a little bit more extensively. But I just don't think it's... No, like, A, it's a 30-man field to begin with, so that sucks. Agreed. And then we have these, like, bizarre scoring rules. Agreed. And the DraftKings price, like, Justin Thomas is, like, 16000 yeah, I would think... I mean, I'm not like a model man, but I would think you've just got to fly, just be crazy with your builds. I, I don't know what the, that's why I really want to talk to Rick. I think he'll have a better sense of like the game theory yeah. behind it. But, but like, do you take Justin Thomas or do you not take Justin Thomas? It's really interesting to see how they're quantifying the value of those things. Yeah, well, they, of they all start strokes. Like, and like I said, I'll dig into this more tomorrow with the actual DraftKings stuff. But like, Justin Thomas starts with a bonus of 30 points because he's in first place. He doesn't get credit for the birdies to get him to 10 under, but he gets credit for being 10 under. But, That's why he's priced up. But that can change in 10 minutes. Yeah, he loses the lead. He loses, if he goes from, if Cantley swaps with him, Cantley gets 10 and Justin Thomas loses 10. I'm... I don't care enough. I listen, do a podcast about this thing every week. I'm here, right? We're here. We do this. I don't care enough to get upset about it because I feel like the sport really never sleeps. 
right? It's as, all as you said before the show. We've now had a WGC, two playoff events, and a major over the past six weeks. Yeah, five <laughs> weeks. The Mitt Wyndham was the only thing that wasn't. Am I wrong? Am I forgetting something? No, I think you're dead on. So, with like, that. we've seen these guys. We, they they've played a lot. It's not like I'm jonesing. Um, to see them now, don't get me wrong. I think there could be some high drama, but for a Monday morning, it's a little a bit annoying. But I'm also like on a bit of a heater and I'm seeing the board well. So I want something fresh to look at. Much like DraftKings, you know, you pick your own poison. The books are very well aware. Um, I feel like how silly this is. And they know that. How do I put this? They just know like to to like something or really want a piece of this. You just really need your like golf bed and crack to really want a piece of this. Um, with the points involved board. Yeah, I, I'm with you. And you said that there are alternate boards where it's just whoever yeah, wins. The books, I'm not seeing those right the now. The books we have access to, unfortunately, haven't posted that yet. But a, there are odds to win without the FedEx Cup starting point uh, points. I'm seeing a lot of people that that um, I personally like to read or trust. Uh, well, it's all British guys, right? Yeah, they, they've posted sort of their early thoughts on this event, and all their tips are coming from that board. The without um, FedEx cut points. And the Hideki 20 to 1 on that seems to be a consensus amongst the early uh, British tipsters, uh, if you're seeing that. By the time that board probably pops in North America, uh, Hideki will probably have been... Uh, bet down but you could see maybe why you'd think that yeah Hideki was the only player in the FedEx Cup finals last year at the tour championship at East Lake to post a bogey free round he's the only guy his second round 66 which I thought was interesting uh there are more ways to get into a draw for 20k bucks by the way and this while this is the end of you and I talking about golf until the tour championship or not the tournament of champions I guess we'll probably talk President's Cup when that comes around we're getting more you and Tim in our lives starting at the end of this week. Yes, it's all happening. So if you want to get into a draw for 20 DK bucks, we're trying to get to over 2,000 iTunes reviews before the start of football season. If we do that, all of some huge giveaways for the people to get in. Still no confirmation that there'll be a Pat Mayo Experience NFL Listeners League yet. I'm really, I'm really trying to push it. I feel like we could do like 10K, 15K every week, no problem. That's pretty it's awesome. Fo- it's football. We, we did 10K for the Masters. But it's kind of like, I don't know. You have no idea. The, like As popular as oh, people I, think like this golf show is, and it, for, listen, for golf, it is very popular, especially within the space. The NFL shows, shows do like five times as many listens. It's five, yeah, people it's football. People like melt to that thing. Yeah. but that just mo- the, That monster that is. The DFS Edge has its own listeners league. So I don't know if DraftKings wants to like give them one and give me one and where theirs is established. Probably just keep with theirs. I don't know though. I, I would I want to keep it the same. Three entries, $15 max, guaranteed money on the table. You get 10K in that. All of a sudden you're looking at like, and because it's rake free, 150K of guaranteed money every week. Tweet at DraftKings. Tell them you want a PME open or a PME weekly NFL league, and maybe then they'll end up doing it. Uh, but if yeah, if you leave an iTunes review, five stars, DraftKings handles something nice about the show, uh, you'll be in a draw for 20 DK bucks, as you will if you follow me on Instagram and then comment on a golf or football or challenge pitcher uh, with your DK handle, and you'll be in. 
Uh, before we get to the big winners, and there were big winners from last week. Huge winners. Yeah, huge. Uh, the winners of the 20 DK dollars from last week. We have Adams with a Z, Crooked, Lefty Clutch, Amandi76, JMac0340, Win- Windigo, and Jengle1, all winners of 20 DK dollars. And shows coming up. So I'm going on vacation on Wednesday. So we're going to have like a dead week worth of shows, but I have more shows now than days to actually fill them with. So we're going to record the AFC and NFC win total show. I like to see that you're paying attention to me. That's very I nice. am. I you're, am. You're definitely I'm, not paying attention. Well, I'm working on you, contests. You're giving the schedule. We're recording the I'm AFC I'm trying to get your input NFC. on it. You're just staring at Twitter. There's something for the show that I want to bring up. So I want to have it on call. What is it? It's just a quote that Tiger made. It has to also do with the Adam Scott thing. About some of these guys getting up there are a little bit uh, sad about the way the game is going, potentially. Because it doesn't favor them anymore. They're all upset. Yeah, Adam's, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But when Adam was, you know, top five in the world perennially and, and equipment was making is it, its, its va- advancements and courses were not um, making changes, he was making a lot of money. He's still making a lot of money. Yeah, and and as many people have pointed out, he has a backup career to fall back on. Yeah, male model. So he should be less less worried. But I don't know. I'm a little... It's just something that's in my notes, but I needed to get that. So you find the quote. So me, you, and Tim will have both win total shows for football. We'll have the Custy Awards. That's already filmed. I have a Cust Quarter in the bank ready to come out with me, Cust, and Gary. So there's going to be a lot of Cust coming up here in the next week. I also have a DraftKings strategy show with Mike Leone and Drew Dinkmeyer for the football season. If anyone out there actually wants to go and subscribe to DailyRoto.com right now, which I do every single year uh, because I really enjoy the site. makes everything really easy for me. Plus, Drewby's Showdown article is up there, which is absolute must-read content that's behind that paywall. If you use the promo code THEPME, you get yourself 10% off any Daily Roto package. So DailyRoto.com for that. I'm going to have Jake on to update the rankings for Wednesday challenge preview because challenge starts next week and we have a challenge fantasy league so if you want to be in the free challenge fantasy league just watch that show go to the description share that stuff around i feel like i got something else too can't put my finger on what it is there's no ufc this week so paul and cody have the week off from the show that's remarkable they had they go more weeks than golf yeah i was gonna say it's the only (laughs) sport on the planet that runs more than golf yeah outside of like vince mcmahon yeah we need to get like Daily Fantasy WWF. I don't know how you'd score it, but... No, I don't think so. You don't think so? You don't think that would be popular? Like, maybe for the mega events. For, like, WrestleMania? But there's just You could do a many... Royal Rumble one. Royal Rumble one would be fun. It'd be yeah, like this stupid tournament. <laughs> there's just too many... People that know what's going to happen? Yeah, even though it is a small circle, once you're, like, DFS sharks get in there, I could see... You can, you, know bet, you, same, can, you can bet yeah, I know, on wrestling. Yeah, I know. But, like, a lot of the odds are, like, pretty insane, too. There's rarely, like, a pick em. Hey, I beat Brock. I bet Brock Lesnar to beat The Undertaker but at I, I would at find, plus money. I would enjoy, and I guess, like, people really in the DFS would know, but, like, you know how some of these beat writers get so triggered by getting asked questions? Oh, my God. Like, line questions, like the hockey beat writer. Like, it's not my job <laughs> to tell you who's playing with who. <laughs> I uh, like to see people bugging like Dave Meltzer <laughs> for their like DFS 
Our, our, our guys, John Pollock and Wade oh, Taylor, yeah. would just be getting blown up on Twitter all the time. You would have Pollock and, yeah, you'd have Pollock on for a show. I'd love to have Pollock on anyway. And people oh, yeah. should, if people love wrestling, just subscribe to Post Wrestling. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Those two are the best. You can tell, like, we're not super jazzed about this tournament. Well, okay. you know what? You know what I am super jazzed about, though? The amount of money that was won by people that watched this show, and the amount of money that was won by you. Yeah, I've done... But is this five out of six weeks you've had a winner? No. You'd have to go back then, because I stopped counting, but it's been good. You had Reed last week. Yeah. Well, you just hit Justin Thomas. Yeah. You had Patrick Reed. Yeah, hit You had Post in, in play yeah. at over 100 to 1. Yeah. Um, you didn't, didn't have Lowry. No, and I didn't have Brooks won the WGC. Didn't so, have any part of that. Then you had... Fratelli, I think, was the one before that, that, though. But what was... And you had that. What was, yeah, I don't know, we're going back. So but, you had four or six. Okay, that was right before that? Yeah, that was the John okay, Deere Classic. Good. That was the week before. And I thought, you know, I thought when I hit the Fertelli and Weisberger in the same day, I thought that. Hey, I and, you had we, and you hit Weisberger. I thought that I got to end right now, especially when Lowry and, and Brooks won. But when two favorites win, uh, that's when we see the. That's when we see the big doubles. And then some people had the crazy balls to throw Scheffler into them, which was a great pick. And I Adonis or, right? Did I get that right? You got that right this time. Um, you know, I, I didn't a see huge, a triple, though. No, I didn't see the Scheffler-Peters triple. But I saw, there. I, I guess it was popular enough where people did put it with, with Justin. But the fact that Peters won and Justin won, I saw a bunch of those. And when you get two guys, like, favorites winning... I guess that can kind of uh, happen. Peter, first win in, in three years. But, yeah, a lot of people cleaned cleaned up. Fifth year in a row, a player with the last name P has won the Czech Masters. Starting with the letter P. Oh, okay. That's why I went with Pepperell as a part of my doubles instead of Peter's. <laughs> that didn't really work out. So here's the fun part about last week. Hold on, but if Hovland won... Oh, I if Hovland he, won, we were all millionaires. The books cl closed down. <laughs> but he did not win. No. But the plan is he will. Yeah, the plan is he will eventually win here. Probably this week, hopefully. Yeah. So I made Justin Thomas my cover guy last week for the column. He was a guy I wrote up on my PGATour.com video. I just hyped up Justin Thomas. you got to take Justin Thomas. On my DraftKings lineup, 80% Justin Thomas. You know what I didn't do? Bet Justin Thomas. <laughs> All of my doubles had Justin Thomas, and they all lost because they all had Hovland, and they all had Pepperell. So I'm sitting here like a goober telling people JT yeah. is going to clean house. I look at the odds. Same thing as last week. Look at the look at the read odds. Be like, ah, you know, I'm done with Reed. Yeah, those odds, they're too short for Justin Thomas. I want to bet that. I'll bet Cantlay. I'll bet Hideki instead. And they come two three. It was a, I, I did end up winning because the uh, the Hideki each way paid enough to like cover me by just a bit. But like, I feel like a fucking moron. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I feel like the show ended, and I like literally said I'm betting Justin Thomas right now. And you did. And yes, I did. Because we that talked about who's probably going to. And it. it's funny. I don't even know why I had to add people to the card because the only guys I bet for the show last week were Hideki and <laughs> Justin. Justin. Now, granted, I filled the card with some of my staple losers. You had Ricky losers, and Fina. Fina and um, sort of between the show, because you were big on Canelou, Justin was talked about. 
Uh, Hideki, we were both very high on. Oh, man, on. Like, my DraftKings teams were fucking fire this yeah, week. Oh. If Shez Reevy hadn't have blown uh, up yeah. in rounds three and four, could have won some serious cash. Now, maybe because it was a no-cut event, but I really scale. Like, I don't play a ton in big in non-in-cut events, but that is definitely my preference. In no-cut events, I scale back my limited DK exposure to begin with. Uh, but I had a fantastic... I mean, look at my pick. Look at my picks. Look at... Yeah, I did fine. Because yeah. I've even acknowledged with you, I'm like an all-in guy. Like, I don't... Um, I'm picking this guy and I'm DKing with that guy. No, no, no. Like, when I bet on you, I'm DKing you. That's just how I, I go. And it's all about for weeks like uh, yesterday. And even the week before. Sure. <laughs> and hopefully this week somehow, yeah. too. Getting some sleep with a night nurse, I tell you. Yeah, so... Yeah, well, you can afford it now. The big winners this week. So here are some winners that we got here. I'll get to the big one at the end because it's a nice way to really like close out the <sighs> huge season. Chris Burrell hit the Justin Thomas. Thomas Peters double. Da Dum Dum, who tails a ton of the picks. He hit JT, yeah. hit Scheffler, and the Hideki each way. It's a big week. Uh, all good for a thousand, a thousand, like two fifty. Uh, Mike one two nine zero hit the Thomas Peters Justin Thomas double. Paul hit Justin Thomas. He hit Scotty Scheffler and the Hideki each way, and he won thirteen thousand dollars on DraftKings. Shout out to him. Wow. I, I really suggest everyone become a no week so far this year. I mean, it's basically spit out in my like i did my long-term adjusted rankings and my custom modeling so either my stats were right or fantasy national really pointed me in the right way but three of the top four were cantley justin thomas and uh tony finau i believe and then hideki was like fifth dustin johnson was the only one that spit out but i know that this we're ending right now but this swing starts up super quickly crazy uh, Greenbrier in like two three weeks something like that like get your annual i think we're gonna have like a promo code or drop the price for fantasy national if you want to get an annual membership you're gonna use it every week anyway I, I just get the annual membership honest to god agreed cosign i'm gonna not like this new schedule next week i don't like that the no golf week overlaps with we're not in nfl yet like, I'm going to really feel it. I'm going to be Jones. In. That's I mean, why, I'm, why do you think I'm taking this is the week that I'm going on no, vacation? No, I get it. I get you, dude. You had a baby around like an optimal period. We did, that, we did not miss a single event this year. Yeah, of course. And well, that was, I think, Tory Pines week, maybe. Uh, yes, because I came back as Tiger was playing. But I just want to say, even the, yes, the birth of your baby was around like the post Super Bowl. Early chill out, period. chill out period of um, golf football. Yeah, so very much planned too. Just no to coincidence. Sure I, would, I would yes. have that down. Uh, Wilborn Hughes hit his second double in four weeks. His one dollar bet on Justin Thomas and Scotty Scheffler paid out a clean seven hundred and forty six dollars. Uh, Carlos Collado hit JT the Decky each way and the Arnis each way. It's a nice triple up there. You know, Arnis would have been big. There were so many um, doubles. He was a very, I don't know about the doubles, but he was an incredibly popular. He was like universally touted last week. Well, he came inside Almost the top five. So lost he, by one. So, yeah. he, so he cashed them each ways. I think he lost by two when all of a sudden. No, he hit one. He birdied oh, he? 18. Yeah. Uh, Bulb hit JT for 1700 bucks. Max Parker turned JT's 14 to one into 2600 bucks. Jerry Peterson. Uh, threw ten dollars on a JT Scotty Sheffield double, won seventy six hundred bucks. Troy Hewitt turned three bucks into two hundred and fifty on DK. It's a very good ROI. Uh, Joe Weaver turned JT into fourteen hundred. Like I mentioned, he had the Hovland Peters JT triple 
fuck if Hovland could have won. Yeah. Think about how many winners there would have been then. Oh, I, th- I think Wiley would have never been seen of again. Well, I thought Wiley needed the Paul Casey top five. But I think that was like his huge one. Oh, okay. I think he probably had some like lower bullet he, uh, crossovers. Chris turned 24 into 300 on DK. Dave Jensen hit the JT winner. NJR won $1,250 on DraftKings. Uh, Cameron Levine hit the JT outright. David Decker turned 60 into 443. Golf Pat hit the Kokrak first round leader. Gavin Green first round leader. A JT Scotty Scheffler double for $11,400. Insane. Jay Maz, I think his name is. He's also been on the outright and a first round leader run. It's been a lot of... Um... Mid-tier first round leaders, like the 50 to 70 to 1 guys. Not my range. I didn't even play first round leaders last week. Uh, Riku finally got back on the winning slot. He, he had they lost for like a month. Yeah, right? he, like, yeah, he yeah. had like four winners in a row. Then he lost for a month. But then he hit Justin Thomas and Scotty Scheffler for a combined three K. CMV five six four one one. Not a bot. Apparently, turned JT to twenty four hundred dollars. Shout out Scott Stewart Stumanji. Used the Fantasy National Tools for Showdown, turn eight bucks into $93. Good for a low-stakes player, you know what I mean? Really prop up that bankroll. So that's a big win for the Showdown contest, but the big winner of the week, WCS1. The DraftKings $1 million main event for $200,000. Life-changing money. That's legit life-changing money. Even after you pay your taxes on it. It's amazing. So congratulations to all the winners out there. That's a big week of winning. We've been we've had was probably three weeks in a row now. People just reeling yeah. off. There've been a lot. Win. Like I've been like good way to end the year. It's gonna yeah. suck people back in, thinking we're good at this for next year. Yeah, sure. Not I'm, me, but you. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Better to be lucky than good. But it's. I mean, the the JT one was kind of like a a live dart. But you know what sucks a, that I bet him for like five fucking weeks before this. There have been. Uh, the other guy, too. There have been a lot of um, people that have been just as hot. Like, I, like I'm hot, but there are people out there, like, are scorching. Because yeah. a lot of these winners have been... They're, they make sense. They're on the short list. Like, even we said last week, this is one of the toughest events to win of the year. Nobody is going to win last week who hasn't shown signs of life. It is impossible at this time of year... Uh, to win without signs of life. Now, this whole thing that's happening next week is its or this week coming is its own monster. But these FedEx Cup events, when you've just played a major and a WGC, these premier, premier elite players are like in tone. Uh, the guys that are playing well are playing well. The guys that aren't might play well, but they have no chance of getting to where the guys who are in form are. They just don't. And for a few weeks in a row now, they just keep popping. You cannot win without form. You can have a nice round, I'm sure, and a few guys did. But every guy that's won recently, we've seen it. There have been signs of life for weeks. For weeks. Reed, JT. All JT JT needed to do was putt well, and he putted fine. Pretty much since Hamilton, he's been on the precipice of putting it all together. He hasn't. Things have held him back, but you could see... It was sort of building to that, much like Reed. I'm shocked. I mean, someone actually asked me this. What's more impressive, that Hideki broke the course record coming into the week twice or Justin Thomas's round? Like, Hideki, all you need to do is not be absolute trash on Saturday and you win. Yeah. I don't don't, um, know. A lot of people are making a lot of the beating the course took. 
But like Hideki, when a guy like Hideki Matsuyama has the greatest putting round of his life, yeah, he's gonna scorch it. And Justin Thomas is pulling out in the middle of the fairway. Things are just yeah. In the hole before he's chipping in for birdie, and then in between that, he's putting it in the water and saving par. Played a three-hole stretch with a water ball of four-two-two. I might have the order wrong a little there, but um, yeah, it was insane. Anything else stick out from you? A lot of people kind of complain. I'm on board with this. That maybe it's because I guess these people will be in the Masters anyway. But everyone who's made this made the Tour Championship qualifies for all four majors next year. That's part of being in it. Yeah. So Kokrak gets himself into the Masters. Glover gets himself into the Masters. Kokrak birdied the 72nd hole in order and to get it. Yeah, he knocked out. Who did he knock out? I don't know. Cares. But he gets in. That's pretty amazing. It'll be his first time playing the Masters. But no Lowry, no Tiger. So two of the major champions are not at Eastlake. I feel like if you win a major, you should get automatic entry to the Tour Championship. Even if you like, you take like the last seed. You get places 31st and 32nd or something. You're just one of the even guys if you haven't qualified. Or maybe you start at plus one. Yeah, I hadn't really uh, thought about it. Do you we're, go we're, above 30, like, to make an exception yeah. so it can become 31 like, like and 32? That, like there are the exceptions. Like, you win or just make the FedEx Cup points for majors worth more. Make them worth 1,000. Because I, I forget who it was, and someone made the point that there's a lot of guys on tour who would trade three PGA wins for a major, or five PGA wins for a major. The fact that they're worth 100 more FedEx Cup points is kind of ludicrous. Um, and maybe even just top top weighted. Be like, if you win, you get a thousand FedEx Cup points, and that's essentially good enough to get you in, regardless of what happens to the Tour Championship, and just do it that way. How do you think this is gonna work? Listen, I'm like a pessimist by nature, so uh, the Monday morning, I got a little bit of cold water. Uh, the head is spinning with ideas. Like, shouldn't it be a match play? Guys get buys. Even, like, the guys that get a buy, could, you could give them, like, a two-hole lead in, like, their next match. I don't I don't know. I know that's not the greatest TV. It's uh, bad. That's, that's it, objectively like, bad TV. No, I get it. It's, we, we, we understand that. Um, but now that Tiger's not here, maybe they like it. Yeah. Like, you know, because they would want 18 yeah. holes of Tiger, 70 Tiger shots on a Sunday because that's just good TV as much as some people don't like it. Like when Tim was all triggered yesterday when we were talking to yeah. him? Yeah, but now, you know, that's... But now that he's not here, maybe it's not the dumbest idea. I have no... Well, and the only reason that the case is made for the major winners qualify for the tour is because Tiger won a major, and he's now no, no longer... Anything we can do to get Tiger playing more is we're going to try to bend the rules yeah. towards that. But I also don't have, like... um, I'm not, like, jonesing for it. I mean, he won here last year, and it hit it, and it was exciting. But I don't know. Like I said, we've seen him a lot. Not really, though. He played far fewer times this year than he did No, last I mean, year. in this package. It hasn't I mean, oh, been yeah, the good. the past month or so. But, you know, we've seen everybody a lot. There's no one that I'm, like, missing right now. There's no one that I feel like I'm left out for not seeing. Yeah, I mean, you can even tune in early. We wake up early on a Thursday morning, tune into the Scandinavian Masters if you want to check out some Henrik Stenson. Yeah, he's probably going to cry. Maybe... And there'll be a guarantee. Oh, don't worry. We're going over Corn Ferry and Scandinavian yeah, Masters. But there'll be a handful of uh, the books will be in trouble if like the Hovland Stenson double. Hits I might this just week. play the Hovland Stenson the double. I've already bet Hovland big. I wish I thought about this double, but I've already like far too invested in that. We'll, well get yeah, there. It's not like you don't have don't the know. money to play around no, with. Do now. you think? Do you think? 
I guess we'll see how great it becomes. I have a feeling that this structure for a tournament is going to turn out better than people are like projecting onto. It. I think I think it's objectively better than it was. Okay, that's fine. I'm only so if talk- we're taking steps in the right direction, it sucks from a betting perspective. Yeah. Yes, and that's what we're here trying to do. Sure, but in terms of the actual tour and how this works for a playoff system, this might not be optimal. But I do think it's better than having Tiger win the tour championship and then Justin Rose winning the FedEx Cup. Like, at least you need to win this tournament to win the FedEx Cup. I don't There's think, not two wins. I don't think that that's like the craziest thing in the world when you consider what the FedEx Cup is. It's an accumulation. Yeah, but no one cares about that. People I want to see the guy that. who wins win 15 million. There's 15 I, I, The drama of $15 million on the line. For this does mean something. If you have to win this tournament, not, oh, you know what? I need to three putt to come Do you want to know why I think this changed? I think this changed because the 74-year-old guy who's into the Viagra, the, the cars, the Rolex commercials, who the Golf Channel and those when the telecast is on is catering to. Can figure it out. It's confused. When there's two different leaderboards during a tournament on Sunday He's at 4.30. Not, it's not the olds that are just the ones that were confused. I'm confused half the time. But I don't care. Who cares? I want to know who wins the 15 million bucks. It's not that like they're telling you. It's not like they're not. Yeah, but it, you don't know how it. Okay, so if like if Justin Rose makes birdie on this hole, then this happens. If he makes par on this hole, this happens. And then the entire leaderboard's flip like I can't. I understand. I, I I can't watch it and be like, okay, if this happens, here's what's going to happen. I have to retroactively figure out what happens and respond Agreed. to it instead of being fired up for what's going to happen. I don't. Oh, fine. I don't mind what's happening. I think it's totally fair. Like I was into American Gladiators as a kid before WWE superstars on a Saturday morning, and if you played well in the contest, you got like a head start yeah, based on how you, well you played. That you, makes total sense. If you are I'm Wesley, saying, two scoops, you get a 35 yeah. second head start. <laughs> I just didn't have a hard time figuring it like i was able to cognitively figure it out while watching nfl football what was going on on both leaderboards in the past i understand that was hard for for some people it didn't bother me as such they've made a change i'm not against it it's a 30-man tournament that would be that's like silly to begin with so they made a like for dfs purposes they made like a woe a worst case Sorry, like the worst place event for that, for betting in DFS, even more worse. Like, it's not a big deal. Sure, like I'm saying, this is not the end-all, be-all solution to this tournament. We got a Greenbrier in two weeks. We're not doing a show, but you'll have your full board, you'll have your full slate of contests, you'll be fine. Yeah, and I'll have Rick on, and we'll break down the DraftKings pricing, and we'll throw up bets at the end. Just you and I and Tim will be doing football betting shows. Those are more popular. <laughs> Exponentially. And, and we do need to take a break from golf. Like, I'm a, yeah, bit, I'm re- yeah, I'm sure. a bit burnt out here. I'm not going to lie to you. I do. I was ready to see a board that I can attack right now because I'm, like, hunting. That's, that's well, my well, you're only. you're feeling it. You're in the zone. So that's my, my letdown, but I'm okay to not. But, like I said, I like that whoever wins this tournament wins the FedEx Cup. That, that makes that's sense. That's how it should be. Uh, fine. And they found a way. Is it even fair? I don't know. Is it worth Maybe the move is... Like, is, why is there even a two-stroke gap at the top? I don't know about that. So, what the, I, I think that the if we were to fix this and like try to make it optimal that the winner of this event wins the FedEx Cup, but this is not the way to do it, do you have any idea how we would fix that? Because my only solution to it would be to have a similar construct to this right now, where if you're leading the FedEx Cup, you get some sort of bonus going in, and then you play two rounds, or you play three rounds, whatever it might be. Let's say you play two rounds, the first two. The top four, top eight, after that, with the adjusted score, so Thomas would start at minus 10, the guys at even, the top eight would then go to match play. And then you play it out. 
Like your advantage. Okay, fine. Or top four and like whoever's in the top four. So then what you're kind of like battling really for those like last three spots. Yeah, or you have to like... Everyone's kind of like penciling in Justin Thomas oh, no. that he's going to okay, win because yes. he has a two-fucking-shot lead. I, we saw him blow this to J.B. Holmes in four holes and at Riviera. I would like to say this. It happens. The guy I'm trying to figure out who should I bet is who's going to go out I know on, who it is. Hold on. Who's going to go out on Thursday and have the Hideki round from, like, Friday and go right from 45th place? I know there's only 30 guys. Just right to the top. A few guys at the top have even par, one under rounds, and then he's three back or something yeah so we see all the time well you kind of mentioned i i I was talking about fantasy national earlier and we talked about this before the show this is really the tournament where to if you're a fantasy national member hit those in tournament play stats and just see who's lighting it up who might have one of those rounds and bet them i said to you like i don't know it should like the real show should be like thursday night because you kind of see like who's here we know who's here um, Who, who's shown up? Who's shown up? Who's Fantasy National telling me hit like 16 greens in regulation today? Who, you know, that shot two under that tomorrow could go shoot six under? I, I don't know. This is just hard. There's a few people I have in mind. I don't love anyone's odds, although I will acknowledge there are two guys, very elite players who I believe are not, are, are kind of in a fair spot, in my opinion. All right. So here are the odds for the tour championship. Oh. Justin Thomas comes in at minus 10. He's plus 240 to win this event. Patrick Cantley is minus 8, plus 450. Brooks is minus 7. He's plus 550. Reed is 14 to 1 at 6 under. Rory is minus 5, but he is 8 to 1. So they're giving Rory a lot more credit than Patrick Reed. Those top four guys by Rick when he ran his uh, simulations have over a 75% chance to win this event. Those four guys. Everyone else is, like, way down on the list. Uh, then you got Rom at 14, Webb, Xander, Dustin, all in the 20s. Scott, Finau, Hideki, Cooch, all in the 30s. Rose at 40, Ricky at 50, Woodland, Answer at 66. Then it's the Casey Kisners are all 70 and above, all the way down to Corey Connors. Played really well last week. It's 300 to 1. And he will start at minus one. He's not even, I don't know why they're disrespecting Corey Connors so much. It's not even like he's one of the even guys. He's minus one. He has the worst odds in the field. As Timothy Frank said, this is all just some grand conspiracy to prevent Corey Connors from winning the FedEx Cup. (laughs) So I'm looking at this, and maybe the move is to find one of those boards, like you mentioned, where it's just strokes. But we don't have those yet, Um, at least to my knowledge. I can't find any. I think that Rory at eight to one or Reed at fourteen to one is the bet. Okay, three guys. Like, that... like if we're talking about someone, because you have the one scenario where Thomas just doesn't play well, although he's never finished worse than T seven at this and event. He, so, and I think I'm worried about just off the top. I mean, it's unbettable. You almost hope he plays poorly in the first round yeah. or something, and then maybe you want to bet him at a much bigger number or just even double that, whatever it might be. You almost hope guys catch him and then bet him live. Um, what was I gonna gonna say? Thomas historically doesn't he like play really well with his wins? Like he doesn't disappear yeah, he, after he the, gets hot. Now, and, granted, and he's took been him, hot. Now, granted, maybe he won't be because like we've, he's kind of been hot for a long time. We're lucky, sort of, he didn't win a while ago. But um, that's one of the reasons why I was happy. I mean, kind of stuck with him, bet him a lot in big events, to be honest. And finally, he paid off. But because he's a guy that I can count on that form continuing and now his form was kind of through the roof in in a lot of respects i don't know i'm worried he's gonna he's gonna 
play very well. Yeah, and if he plays well, he's going to win. He's already up by two. and then Because uh, there's hard. other guys who can play great but it, but who are right there. But, but then it's harder because the, the lowest winning score, I believe, at this course over the past 10 years is like minus 12. So that basically takes out all of the evens. Yeah, that's realistic. That's all the three minus under ones. a day. Like, yeah. essentially, if you are playing. So it's hard for someone to go super low and sustain that because this course is pretty hard. It's only a par yeah. 70. It's longer than you'd think. There's a real bunch of really difficult long par fours. And they might, they might, the guy, the, the maintenance crew there, I don't really know what they're about, but they might just be like, we'll show after last week. Because there's a, like, within the golf world, there's a lot of, like, conversation in the course setup world as it pertains to the pga a lot of people were not happy that a major championship venue got put to pieces that being said give the pga tour a major championship venue they can still let guys shoot 24 under you give that right to the usga to set up last week i promise you it was a different event sure i don't mind webb either i don't like that he's only 20 to 1 but he starts at minus. We got a backup. We're, we're, we're back on Bermuda. The answer to the question of who can catch Justin Thomas and go blow people out is Rory. Just you need to have one of those. You need to target one of those guys who can have one of those rounds where everyone's shooting like sixty nine and sixty eight, but he shoots sixty two. That's Rory. And Justin Thomas is probably the next closest okay. guy to that conversation. So, so you have to hope it doesn't happen for Justin Thomas and hope that Rory is Rory's been really good at Eastlake over the years. He's won here before. He was T7. He's in the final group with Tiger last year. He's playing okay. The irons haven't been great for him. But if he's just going to go out and you need someone to go shoot that course record type round, he's the guy. He actually, And he starts at minus five. At least he's close enough. He's only five back. Okay. So last night there were three guys whose odds I couldn't like I was chomping at the bit to see, and it was Rory, Reed, and Rom, because uh, Rom you almost like you almost want him back, right? You almost want him sure. in the chasing position. It's a little far though, six, right? He's six back. Mm-hmm. I think but getting... when you start breaking it down, what's the difference between five and six? Not at all. And Rom's had some great starts to tournaments. He could turn six into three. Six back to start the day, three back Thursday night, you're feeling great. But there are two guys, to me, that I think actually in this craziness of it all and silliness maybe represent what's hard to say is value. One of them is Rory, because I do believe he, um, and as Rick pointed out, his percentage to win is flirting with like 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and his course preference and he plays well here yeah like the uh, of the like reads at minus six but the reason he's getting no credit here is that in his past five starts at east lake with only 30 people in the field 28th 13th 24th 27th 20th which is really strange because he is a georgia guy uh, so i would hope that he's played there a lot at least in the amateur golf to there's for the, before he was the, stealing watches or whatever for the game that he has but it doesn't it work here no i don't think so there's a lot of his bombers like he n- yeah them. but there's a lot of water around and it takes like really accurate long iron approaches but and the, and the scrambling is pretty easy here like but the, you can't scramble unless you're bill haas you can't scramble from the water but the thing with Reed is we acknowledge it's like... Reed can win here, yes. But I think of like all the courses that they see, this is one of the ones that really does not play to his skill set whatsoever. 
And like even years where he's coming in, won the Northern Trust. He still has played mm. poorly at East Lake. Okay, interesting. Just blindly, I would have thought the course actually does suit his not needing to. No, think about like Northern Trust, where if you're going to be a guy that and read when he's running well. Listen, when any of these guys run well, they're going to shoot really well. But for 72 holes, that's super tough. With someone like Patrick Reed, if he gets into a funk where he's not hitting like all the greens in regulation and he needs to get himself up and down, he can do that at certain venues, especially when it is difficult. We, even when he won the Masters that year. Like, he wasn't hitting every green in regulation, but he got it up and down to a foot every, every day, single man. time. Especially Sunday. At Eastlake, there's just too much water to do that. Like, okay. And that's the one thing about Justin Thomas. Like, yes, he went absolutely lights out, but he was wild off the tee. And you know what? And if he we does were, that here, we he's were, in the middle we of the were, water. We were recording the Custies, and apparently he was in a hell of trouble. And I fine. never... <laughs> I never looked at my phone when it was like one or two strokes, thankfully, because that would have tilted me during the Custies. But I did like, you know, I did see, I saw it was three strokes. So he obviously got it all back quickly. He made a great par, a great uh, bounce back birdie after um, his ugliness. The other guy, though, to me, that to me represents crazy value, but I just don't want to put $400 on a golfer is is Brooks Kepka. Oh, really? And I'll tell you why. 30-man event, everybody's even. Where's Brooks? Seven and a half to one? Eight to one? So, yeah, six to one, seven to one. So now he's three up. Like, he's had a good first round. What do you want when you bet these super elite guys? You almost don't want them to lose the tournament on Thursday. Because sometimes they can. Yeah. You just want them to, like, right? And you know that they're winners and they'll get it done on the weekend. So he's off to the great start that you want. Granted, there are elite player who was three up on him. Um, but if you like this, if Brooks was in third after a great first round in a big event, he would be this number or no, he would be shorter when he, he starts at seven fifty. So to me, that's actually starts off at five fifty. No, but if in a real event, oh yes. Yeah. At even, you know, eight, if you're being general like, against 155 other guys instead of so, 29. Other yeah. Guys. And like, he is just so out, like he's stealing your, your big game trophies and he's going to take the, the Brinks truck too. And I know he had some Twitter jokes. He, 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 he also fired five under on Sunday. Let's not forget that. He also murdered a guy <laughs> on know. Twitter. Hey, that guy's dead. And that guy gave a, gives a, you ruined my $1 bet on you, Brooks Kapka. How dare you? I don't even mean to go there, but I saw that name, and I'm like, you give all Jewish people a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> this guy complaining to Brooks Kapka that he lost probably a $5, like, <laughs> token? It was, just like an, it was like a Rosen or something. It was like, an, an, like a blatantly, like, like, that's what, yeah. He's making you look bad is what you're well, saying. No, because you know, like, listen, you want to bash a player. How did Brooks do that? Yada, yada. Or Brooks looks bad today. You could like say their name on Twitter, but to actually like at a professional athlete to me and then be like, you sorry, like get your head out of your ass. That is the lowest form of human in, in my little world of like sports. People can do far more grotesque things in real life. Sure. Yeah, of the gambling and daily yeah, fantasy yes. online Niche community. That is, that's that about is the like the worst place human being to me. They're all winners. I get it. You're mad he didn't play well. Imagine Whatever. being that big of a coward. So I think Brooks is going to go Brinks truck it. Like, I don't know, but I just don't want to bet that kind of money. I'm just looking back at Brooks's final round here. And if people don't know this, on Fantasy National, you can actually click round by round to see how people did. He had four strokes putting. 
He was actually better the other days, just couldn't putt. And then, but do you not agree? This is like, yeah, this, this, this is this like sets a, up really well. No, but I mean, like the line. There yeah, are not per, many per line value. Yes, you're absolutely right. That if this tournament was starting, all things being equal, he would be six to one, seven to one. And we're basically getting that, except he's down three shots. But it's fucking Brooks. Yeah, and he, yeah, three shots in third place. Yeah, it's nothing. And I assume on uh, there's no regrouper. Like, as of Friday, they'll go off as the leaderboard. I would think so, yes. I think they go off as the yeah. leaderboard to begin with. Oh, well, yeah, they have a leaderboard. the thing. I don't know. Can someone be a hero? Like, Ricky 66 to 1. You don't think you can find a good T10 there? Or, what's T10? I guess 30 guys. They're not going to give you that, right? I mean, the each way, even this week, is top four instead of top five. How far? Where's rookie at? I'm seeing 66 on books. No, like, you what, have what's access he at? To. One or even? No, fuck that. Ricky sucks anyway. He's gonna come back for ten strokes. You know what? He's actually, I think, getting married next week, so he's just like chilling. He's just yeah. We still only have the uh, the with the Ricky didn't even make the Presidents Cup. Maybe they won't even take him. Maybe he says, "I don't want to go." He seems like a guy who would want to go. Does he? Yeah, he does. He seems like a guy that would Ricky just... Ricky Fowler seems like the guy that if you invited him to a party, he'd show up 15 minutes early. Yeah. Just uh, to he... make sure that he got to say hi to everybody when they came in the door. Sure. No, I love Ricky, and you're right. He might go, like, dirt biking in Australia for two weeks, like, before. You can make... He'd have a lot of fun with it. Finau, got... Finau missed it, too. Missed it by a spot. Yeah, but he... he's got nothing to worry about. Tiger even said he's got to talk with the captain and the other teammates to see if they want him to play. Uh, so... He doesn't want to play. <laughs> It'll you think be he interesting. wants to play? No. And he's I, also hosting a tournament the week before. And I think, I do think they're going to, I hate to say it, I'm starting to think they bring Phil. Really? Because Tiger Is just, this like last shot Phil? No, it's Tiger just takes the pulse of the room and everyone wants Phil there, I think. They, they love Phil. You, you don't think that Tiger's mad about the, the, the Phil, by the, whatever the fuck his thing's called, where he interviewed Tiger? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was great. Fireside? Yeah, Fireside with Phil and Tiger Woods. Yeah, no, they, they the could have. You know, they got a reward, I guess, like gamers of today. This could be this could be the token. Hey, Phil, you're not making the Ryder Cup team next year. Come on along to the Presidents Cup. We don't care anyway. I mean, who would they be disrespecting? Do they care to disrespect Kevin Kisner? No, they don't care about that. They should have brought Kisner to the fucking Ryder Cup. But Phil, yeah. So if Phil goes. Hey, Tiger sits it out. You got Phil, Finau, Fowler, and Spieth. Those are the four they bring. They're bringing Spieth. You know they are. Are they? Yeah, they are. I don't think that's a guarantee. I would say that he is a minus 250 favorite to be on that team as a captain's pick. When do they have to announce the captain's picks anyway? Probably not for a while. Tiger says he'll be watching a lot of golf. Sure, because he's not going to be playing a lot of golf. I'm sure he'll just be watching more Raiders football than anything. So do we do we have a pick? Like I don't even know if I want to bet this. Yeah, I think Brooks and Rory, but I don't know if I want to bet them. Actually I don't I got nothing to offer. I, I it seems like in a um 
All right, let's see if we can get uh, these doubles have been hitting. Let's talk Euro. Hold on, though. Okay. I can you just if you give me someone's name, I'll give you their odds in for the they will appear on the books you have access to in this no stroke. I don't have any idea what you're getting at here. The uh, books you have access to will post odds for winner of 72 whole stroke play without FedEx Cup advantage. Okay. Is there anyone's odd you're curious about in that regard? Corey Connors. Scrolling. Jason Kokrak. Connors, the best number, they're, uh, it's between 60 and 80. What's Webb? I'm using odds checker for this, just uh, for point of reference. Uh, I'm having a hard time finding Webb. He's very high. Uh, 20, 22, 20, 18. Webb at 20, I think I would be interested in. Hideki at 18 or 20 do anything for you? I think, I think Hideki had a shot. He's played this tournament really well, but now that we're back on Bermuda, I like how this sets up for Webb Simpson. It would be funny for a guy, and I feel like uh, Ben has been doing a lot of writing about the funny things that could have happened, like crazy scenarios where, say, um, like, like, you know, had Answer done X last week, he could have come into this week and actually won, but with his five or six stroke advantage and not actually won, but had yeah. won the FedEx Cup. Yeah, he, he could have won the FedEx Cup without, like, having actually won a yes. tournament. Yes, uh, but also, like, a lot of jokes. Wouldn't this be the ultimate event for, like... Kuchar. Or even, this is the ultimate Kuchar event. No, or somehow... the ultimate event for Finau to win the 72-hole score. <laughs> and not win. And not win. <laughs> That's true. What's Finau's odds? Great question. 16? Uh, 2022. Sure. That seems like a popular know. odds range. I, I, don't, guess. I don't know how much I want to get into all this stuff. What's, you know, here's one guy that I could see playing really well. What's Sung Jay's odds? 66. Seems shorter than you'd want it. 55. Well, there's only 30 see. guys. Yeah, I guess. But he's the only rookie in this field. Xander won as a rookie two Kisner years ago. might be an interesting one, too. Sure, what's he at? Between 40 and 60. Yeah. Sure. I'll take a look at that board when it comes out, but. Yeah, I guess Kisner and Sungjae would be my two kind of gut calls from the bottom. Louie has been playing real well. Again, 72 holes. He wouldn't actually have to win the event. So even though it is in North America, he couldn't win. Louie has appeared at this event one time in the past five years. Do you know what his finish was? I'm shocked to hear he's only been here once. What do you think his finish was? Poor. WD. Oh, God. <laughs> that was a layout. That was an easy answer. Uh, Xander, too. Uh, again, things we'll look at when they come out, but I might pepper some of those 20 to ones. All right, I got no interest in, in whatever's being offered now. Okay. Rory is really the only one that I'm looking at, or maybe Webb. 8 to 1 and 20 to 1. But I think if, I, I, if they're offering Webb at 20 to 1 just to win anyway, I probably won't take him six strokes back at 20 to 1. Is that what you said he was? He's 20 to 1 right now. <laughs> like... Starting at minus four. That's ridiculous. I'd, I'd rather take him at even playing field at twenty to one. Odds checker has it. Um, just it's uh, bet eighteen between eighteen and twenty two. On like these are all British books that I can. You know access. what? I would sacrifice the two points <laughs> bet it at eighteen to one and just have an even playing field rather than sacrificing the six strokes. <laughs> and for the record, what just, is what was Brooks to yeah, win? That's what I was yeah. going to say. To go back to the point I was making before. Um, Okay, that, that wouldn't be available anywhere. The highest I'm seeing is nine. 
but it seems like a lot of sevens and 17 over two. So eight and a half. Yeah. That's not that far off. Rory is actually the chalk ahead of Justin, eight to one. Oh, really? That's the lowest? Is eight yeah. to one? And Justin is nine. But again, some of these, that's, if you know how odds checker work, they're showing you like the high, yeah. the book with the highest odd. And sometimes that's like only accessible to like 12 people. <laughs> Certainly not to most of our viewing audience, so I don't really want to live and die, but they'll give you a decent idea of what they might be um, when they show up. And I can't imagine the power books like a like any of them. I know the DK book has it up, actually, even. Do they? Yeah, okay. the odds to win without the FedEx Cup head starts. Okay. Corn Fairy Tour. My boy Bo almost showed up. Your boy Bo came second. Got his tour card back. Is that all he needed to do was come in second? He tweeted last night he got his card back. I have no idea. There's three events. I have no idea how any of this stuff works. I assume if you win, you automatically get one. But if you come first or second, do you automatically get one? Seems like it. Like Anyone that's win gets it right back. The guy won last week, uh, Zach Blair. Everyone that's winning is happy to get their card back. So it seems like how it works. So Hovland's the favorite again at 10 to 1. Seems like good value. And then the next closest is last week's winner, Scotty Scheffler, now at 25 to 1. Props like, to a lot of a lot of people. I know Perry yeah. was touting it. Uh, uh, Adonis was touting it. I know he's a big Scheffler guy, those Texas boys. Yeah, the Texas guys love, love Scotty Scheffler. So they'll be happy Scheffler's. Uh, so now he can bet him every week next year. This is correct. <laughs> there's, there's a few Scheffler fanboys. Yeah, Grayson at 33. Grayson showed some life. And when you stop hitting it on 16 So this is on one of those like elevation courses, though. I'm worried Hovland's not familiar with that sort of thing. Wouldn't that make him even better? I have no idea. Hey, he's from Norway. Brendan Todd it, it, got his card back. If you, if you grow up playing oh, yeah. golf in Norway, I think you're okay with like mountain golf. Done. You're su- surprised he's not, I guess, had he He's not even his, money? <laughs> no. Well, that too. But I'm telling you, Stenson Hovland, the, the double. In a perfect world, Hovland would have accomplished what he needed to have accomplished, been eliminated in the FedEx Cup, and been able to play the FedEx, the Scandinavian Masters. This is correct. This, that did not happen. But because, and now they've changed the rule. But um, So uh, looking at past winners of this event, Sang Moon won it last year. Chesson Hadley has won this in the past. They're like ball striker type guys. I was hoping, I guess we're still a couple weeks away because he said he was going to play... In the swing season, I was hoping we might even get like a Graham Dillette getting a warm up, being a Boise guy. Or, a, sorry, it's Canadian, uh, went to university there. Yeah, maybe he's not as healthy as a. Uh, but we he thought. does, on, on Twitter, he said he plans to tee it up in the, um, in the swing season. And props, as I said, uh, interrupted you before to say Brendan Todd apparently secured his card back next year. It's a great day for Tim Frank. <laughs> where's mike weir why isn't he trying to qualify here i don't know how that works so i'll probably go with svensson again i don't even see where his name is 55 on. to 1 55 to 1 so i'll probably take that how did kevin chapel do last week i couldn't tell you like like 99 percent of us i was tracking no, one, one guy, guy. Uh, he came 62nd. And do you know what i actually feel like an idiot because i saw the love for scheffler and just decided. and i just said i'm just how could Scheffler win if Hovland's winning? <laughs> <laughs> that was literally my attitude, like an idiot. Uh, who else on here? Lahiri's 50 to 1. Like, if we're trying to, like, fill out, maybe I'll just play, New like... New line? Does that do anything for you, 50 to 1? 
When was the last time I bet Peter Ulog? Okay, what about David Lipsky at like a hundred? Yeah, why is he at a hundred? Because like that guy he shows missed, up. He, he missed the cut on the Corn Ferry last. I week. mean, that guy played his in a WGC. Now, granted, maybe scores some like muck muck points from other parts, but it seems way better than that number. I'm just trying to figure out good ball strikers. I mean, Scheffler at 25 to one actually isn't a terrible like, idea. Like, why is Seamus Power 140? Because he's not good. Because he had one good round when you talked about him once, and now you think that he does well every week. Well, no, but I just don't understand Jamie Lovemark at 100. That's interesting. I have no idea what his health situation is. That would be my only thing. Scheffler, miscut first. That's not bad. What's this event called? The Boise Open? No, it had a name. It didn't work it for Wyndham Clark, but do you think uh, Andres Albertson could get the narr- Is it the Albertsons Open? Is that what it's called? I thought that was the... Yeah, the Albertsons Boise Open. Yeah, so there's all that about Wyndham Clark at the Wyndham. If that's your thing, you got to play Andres Albertson. I have no clue, man. Hearn, David, 100 to 1. Now, I want to go with like ball striking type guys. So, like I said, if Sang Moon. Bazelli? He's not a ball striker. The guy just, so, yeah, Lahiri's a ball striker. Yeah, Lahiri, Svensson. Zach Blair's a little ball striker. Not really. Well, how else does he play well? Putts. Sharma. Poor Sharma. 150 to 1. His master's odds were like 70 to 1. Curtis Locke, 80? He's another guy who just putts. I was going to say Lonto. Oh, my God. I need Chapel, 66 to 1. I I said that before. I said that last week he's coming off the injury. He came 62nd last week. Wiley's boy, Teeter. Teeter's interesting. What's he at? 66 to 1. 66? I don't hate that. Wasn't Wes Roach like playing really well as of three weeks ago? Yeah, where's he? He's at 80 to 1. I just like Harry Higgs. He miscut. He missed the cut last week. What about Hickok? Feels like he just kind of pops every now and then. How's Harris English's ball striking for you? When was the last time Harris English was any good? I, listen, I'm so invested in Hovland, my entire bankroll for this tournament's on one guy. So I, I might and just... And now I regret... I wish I made that bet a little smaller and made a nugget for the double. Yeah, so I'll probably... I might just bet Hovland to 10 to 1 anyway with you, and then I'll play some doubles probably with Hovland, Svensson, Lahiri, and Grayson. I'll throw to cheat sheet and see what's up with that. I, Euro... The Scandinavian Masters. This course, 6,900 yards. Nice. So I assume Stenson or Fitzpatrick is going to win. That would make sense, wouldn't it? Paul Waring won last year, if people are curious. Stenson is plus 750. Fitzpatrick is 9 to 1. Noren is 11 to 1. EVR is 12. Pavin is 18. And Joust Lauten, 28 to 1. That's what we're looking at here. Coming in with uh, some fire is Ernest. Came second last week. Pavon came third. EVR came fifth. Other than that, Sam Horsfield came third last week. I don't know if that was in the checks or on the Challenger Tour, but Richard Carlberg, the Swede. Is McIntyre the kid? The, 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 Rob McIntyre? Yeah, he's yeah. The, the, the brick shit house. He's a big, big fella. Yeah. I'm telling you, I don't understand how Cust isn't 100% behind this guy. Yeah, no, he is. Yeah, he he kind of like half looks like Cuss to begin with. He's a lefty. 
So yeah, I don't know that guy, Arnis, Surrey. I don't know what the course requires, though. To be honest, I say it's a very, very short course that's going to require like accuracy and ball striking. Norin was finding his game. Yeah, a little bit as the season ended. Oh, this guy came third last year. I think this is Raza's guy, Maximilian Kaifer. He's way down on the list. I don't know why um, Tom Lewis withdrew. Oh, I think he just made like a twelve on a hole and he quit. Or He's something. just like enough yeah. of this. Yeah, yeah. Old Tom Lewis or young Tom Lewis? Was Min Woo Lee the guy everyone was betting earlier this year? Oh, I forget. Yeah. Who was that guy? 100 to 1. I don't know. What's Carlberg odds? Eduardo Molinari's been in a nice little run of form. And he keeps tanking the final round. So Stenson (laughs) Hovland? Like a Stenson Hovland double pays what? Like 70 to 1? Yeah, 70, 80 to 1. That might be the move. Just play some Euro Corn Fairy doubles if you hate the Tour Championship. I might throw a Norn one in just to be safe. Would you go, you'd go Norn over like Yoast? Or Arnis? Well, Ar- at that point, I would just bet the guy if I'm betting Arnis. 35 to 1? Yeah. I don't want to like, I feel like I'll miss something. Like that's a number. I'll dig into this a little bit more as the week if goes like, along. I'll, I'll read some actual if, like European if tour Hovland, writers. If Hovland won, having already bet him, and Stenson didn't, like, I don't feel like I'm not betting. What am I trying to say? Like if Stenson wins, you're not missing it. Like it's seven to one. Like you're not missing a big score. Should I just take every cent that I have, like that I was going to invest this week, and just bet on Hovland? That is kind of what I did this morning. <laughs> And I'm not going to lie. If he loses this one, I've got to go next week. And if he won next week, and let's say it was also 10 to 1, I might just be, I would I would be above even, but not nearly enough. Is there a chance that he's Andrew Kirst and doesn't end up with his PGA Tour card? Could you imagine? No, he doesn't have to do much. Could, to you, actually could not, you imagine if that was the case? Then next year I'm betting Hovland at 6 to 1 in Corn Ferry for like five months. <laughs> Oh, Tani Hara's in this Euro field, 250 to 1? Guy loves six. That'd be bad for the elevation, for the lung capacity. I don't know. That, that's, that's it. I saw you, that you threw it to Twitter for questions. Yeah, yeah, take some. Let's see. Was there, I oh, mean, hold on. Bodog got back to me. So let's just name all the different books that we're not supposed to mention on the show. Oh. Somehow you forget that every week and just yell them out. Oh, they, they, oh, never mind. What? I thought they posted odds for something, but that's just a major next year. So they don't have it. These clowns. Um, okay, yeah. I'll stop wasting time. Yeah, let's see these questions. So what one question and answer period on the season finale of the golf show. We have like 12 minutes we can dedicate to this because then we have to set up for N- NFC win totals, the show. I've got to remember where I posted it. To Twitter? Yeah, but I got to get... I don't... I rarely go to my... Do you ever go to, like, your page? Yes. Really? Yeah. Okay. You, you, well, you, I got them. Oh, you got them? Yeah. You're going to see you're getting size from behind the camera from Paul. No, I'm sorry. Uh, this is a worse finale than Game of Thrones. No, we're... <laughs> well, this tournament sucks. And you see the guy who wrote Game of Thrones is complaining? About what? 
The the finish? That's funny. Just, he didn't give him a book. George R.R. R. Martin says Game of Thrones TV series wasn't good for his books. That's the first thing that just Was it up. good for his wallet, stupid idiot? I mean, he's spending it all to sit next to Postmaster Ted at fucking Jets games. So I he's, mean, he's putting it to very poor use. He's spending it all for new sweatpants with suspenders. <laughs> okay. Um, from Mike Miller. Okay. Who wins a major first, the newbie team of Morikawa, Wolf, or Hovland, or the mature team of Ricky, Casey, Cooch? I don't really like that team other than Ricky, so i got to say the th- I'll take the three. I think it's the three young guys. Yeah, that's Just what I mean. Be- I mean, their games are, I don't want to say substantially better, but they're longer, they're more powerful. And I think all three of them have a bit different types of games, to tell you the truth, and if we look at, you know, how many major winners are there between the ages of 20 and 40 or 40 and over? I mean, Ricky is really the only one, I guess. What's Kucher's best chance to win a major from here on out? An open championship at like a course that yeah. is tough weather, but it doesn't require bomber. It requires. Or he gets, he has the putting round of the putting weekend of his life at the masters. Just because he's played well at the masters over the years. And we just saw Tiger win there. Who's ancient. Yeah. Like, old, old guys can win at the Masters. I so know. it's a Masters or it's a, you, or a British Open. But I would take the yeah. the team. I mean, Victor Hovland might even have his PGA Tour card. No, Still I just take the young guys. Although, if I had to pick who would win one first of all six of them, I'd still pick Ricky. Of course you would. You'd be wrong. Of course I would. Uh, no, you don't want to join someone's season-long league. No, I, I, I can assure you I do not want to join From anyone's EP, season. I think I addressed this in the open, but what's it like being on a heater with the season coming to an end? Oh, that's fine. I'm happy. It's over. I'm Any, anytime you can be on a heater yeah, is a good time I'm to be on a heater. I'm only mad that this week, like, I'm seeing the board clear. So I wish, like, it could be, like, a full normal tournament, even 140 guys. Like, I, I'd like that. Um, but that that's whatever. What changes would you make to the playoffs, if any? I don't know. We've talked about that. Will there be a PME Open? No, we spoke about it. Chargers Radio, we're about to record Before. football shows all week. Don't worry. I got a full fantasy football draft, like, show kit that's out. Like, if people haven't been watching the fantasy football Someone shows, three hours weird. ago asked me how excited I am about the possibility of the Chargers D. Yeah, well, I don't care about the Chargers stuff. It's a golf Q&A. Okay, yeah, can, you, can you parse these instead of just reading them all out loud? Would you like me to go through it? What's uh, who's the swing season poacher this year? Kucher again to CH three uh, recoup some. I'm not sure because I think Houston and Greenbrier might bring out stronger fields. Maybe, but it's not like the other tournaments. But swing are season off the is, but we saw last year, like the vets started doing really. One well. of two things happens in swing season: either the very top of the board wins, or you get like a guy like a like the 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 best kids or the best older guys or some like complete long shot. I, I think that Hovland might pick up a win if he gets his card. Grio seems like he's primed for a win, and his only win ever was uh, in the swing season. Uh, can you guys recap your outrights? No. I could think about it. I, do, I would need the schedule. I have like three, so not great. And they, you, all, they all came within a six-week period have you seen 12 one, months ago. Have you seen one shot change a player season the way Molinari's did at Augusta? He went from leading the Masters to not contending the rest of the year. I can't think of any specific examples of that. I can think of you know, the other way around when Bill Haas hit that ball out of the water at Eastlake to win the FedEx Cup. Yeah, it's tough. I don't want to pick on Molinari. I will say from people that like are maybe closer to inside than I am seem to acknowledge that um, I guess a lot of the checks started to come in. 
from the last year, and him and his family are really enjoying be, him be, personally being very wealthy. Yeah, they just enjoying life. I think they just had another kid. Like it's just a different. He's just um, when he's not golfing, he's not golfing. He's not like a young guy that's like grinding and, yeah. and getting better. His time away is away. He even said last year he didn't pick up a club after the Ryder Cup till he got to Hawaii or whatever event he played. He's not. He's yeah. So and, and then he took off like another six weeks and showed up at WGC Mexico. The big thing with Molinari this year, obviously, the, the Bay Hill was amazing. The, right? Yeah, that and, he, and he got a win. Yeah, but after that, it's not like the ball striking fell off a cliff. He was Just still fine. Putting what? It's putting. He went yeah. back to being Molinari sure, from every other year of his he career. Was still like putting for birdie from eighteen feet like all year. They just yeah, and seven of them weren't dropping a day. But he went through a two month stretch. Last year, when he won three yeah. times, and every 10-footer he had for par, he made. How about next year's majors? Any futures or stuff like that? No. I've made the one bet. It's kind of going around. Bodog is still posting the 40 on Cantley to win the Masters. Cantley's not winning the Masters. Um, I'm in on that. I'll bet Bryson at 100 next year at the Masters. Everyone's off of Bryson. Bryson will get a win in the swing season. You watch. Can you outline how you set your betting card, i.e. bet size percentage? Okay, I feel like go through this once a month. I'll quickly say for me, I am trying to win X. Like my winning tickets, like pay X. So I'm trying to get to that. And then within that construct, maybe trying to bet as many guys as I can in the allotment that I give myself for that tournament. Majors, I'll bet more. Uh, Sometimes I'll be like, this is muck muck. I'm like lowering my exposure. But my winning tickets, all even if it's a sixteen to one or like a seventy to one, they they, they pay they, out they, the they, same. They, they they for the most part will pay out the same. I'm basically the same way, but I you know, I don't follow all. I'm bad. Yeah, I, I, I'm bad at gambling, so I get very like, like yeah. oh, I'll throw an extra five bucks and on I'm that not, one. And I'm not. And everyone does it. And yeah, don't. That's I'm, why we're not professional gamblers. And I envy at some people's discipline that I don't have. Uh, but like I have separate bankrolls for first round leaders, uh, and outright winners. Like I try to invest a hundred dollars every week in first round leaders, depending on how many and then I play and throw in like a, cause I do the each ways in the well. So they're double bets, but that's a separate bankroll that what I consider to be like my outright or top 10 or top five, whatever. And we don't play a ton of head to heads, no. which realistically we should do. Those are the better bets on the and I will top twenties s- yeah. and head to heads are the two best bets you can make. The people, the most disciplined, but they don't pay the, like yeah. 150 to one, the most disciplined betters that I know personally that like really do it. And, and again, sometimes I go back and forth with these guys that like live and die by half a point when like so few games are like decided by half a point, point yeah. that I feel like what, like to you like a game, but you're not going to bet it because of half a point. But again, they are methodical and, and take half a point and make it like 10 cents on a line. Anyway, the guys that I know that are like the smartest, they have kind of out, have passed on the outrights, acknowledging how the variance to winning and coming in third is sometimes so yeah, narrow. But not, they feel not like not only that is you're getting grifted on the outright odds versus yeah, never actual, fair. They're never even fair. to bet Brooks Kepka. He wins. It should still be like seventeen to one. Yeah, this guy just beat one hundred and fifty guys. He's still human. When you hit the one hundred and twenty to one, he should be three hundred and fifty to one. Like real odds. Yeah. So yeah, they're smart enough to know they're never getting fair. Essentially what we say about like Tiger and Ricky is, 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 actually is actually everybody to these people. Anyway, I'm I'm long-winded. Uh they, they head to heads. Their model, that's where they 
they, hammer they like five or six or ten like that they, what, they, whatever stands out as an advantage yeah. like it, it could be one one week it could be 12 yeah. the next week as long as that there is a the, distinct the power clear, bets yeah. are golf head-to-heads and they are finding at least what they're telling me it's sort of like betting a Saturday in college football or basketball when there's like 150 schools and there's like 70 games you know, in the NFL, there's 16 games. They're hoping to find one or two gems, and they're probably in the NFL and they, lines and are going to so, be. And the NFL lines are going to be so a lot sharp. sharper than the MAC. Yeah, seventh power game. Or, <laughs> or speaking of MAC, Mackenzie Hughes versus whoever. Yeah, give yeah. me some, Russell Henley, right? So they can find that um, there. Uh, break down your goal. One second. The, the other thing that I'd want to throw into that is that the reason that you and I bet outrights is because one. This is just pure entertainment for us. Yeah. If I bet on a 70 to one guy, I can root for a 70 to one guy. And then I get paid out 70 times my bet. And this is, like I said, it's an entertainment fund. Like some people go to the movies on weekends. I bet on golf and watch golf at home. And then I do. That's no- the investment. And then I do absolutely nothing else when I'm cold AF like I was around April and March and was in a real bad place. So bless, bless any heater. And the, the one big thing, too, is if you only bet outrights. Uh, and I know I do the first round leaders and some top 20 sometimes, but if you do do those, then you have to be able to put up with a four month cold, yeah. cold streak because you hit an 80 to one. Like you know, Kevin Knob won me five months worth of bets. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even Tiger Woods in that comment I was looking for before, but I don't want to go back and find it. Cause then I'll lose the questions. Uh, he, Tiger Woods essentially said this week, he was quoted as saying everyone out here is looking to get like hot for a month and you just crush that driver and you hope to get hot for a month with your other clubs. And that's what you do. That's where you make all your money. That's how you get in the tour championship. That's how you get in every event. You have one hot month, you're freaking gold. And that's why Rory's almost like the opposite. He had such a consistent year of like fifth place every week. And we acknowledge that we see the missed opportunities more. Yeah, that gets weighted against him rather than him, him missing five yeah, cuts in a row. Exactly. Uh, Rory Sunday. Winning's hard, but he was there so many times. Um how nervous you, Tim, likes the Chargers. It's already backfired. Uh, can da- Jason Day bounce back next year as you run out of supply of magic beans? I always felt talent for talent. Jordan had them. I, I, I don't even want to get into a Jordan thing. So I'll, acknowledge, I'll ignore that. I, Although Day did have a collection of beans because he could say par from almost anywhere. I, I would say well, that Jason Day's magic bean run was... Bigger than Jordan's. Yeah. Well, Jor- yeah, fine. Like, Jordan had magic beans. I know, but and, he ball strike the hell out of and, it. And too, so did yeah. Day when he was fire, yeah. too. But at least Jordan for, like, two and a half years. Like, Day has been really good for a while, but that run that he had for, like, three months was, like, what Molinari did last yeah. year. Fair. And then he just, he, he's never going to get back to that level. Perennial underachiever at this point. Um, I don't know, because we all thought he'd have a handful of them. I'll say this. Have your shot that I went to look last night when a player is playing God awful, the futures odds do not say, well, now bump him up. Well, they don't, but if they, a player they, is playing well, well who sucks, they'll be like, we'll give you, you want to bet Cameron champ to win the masters 40 to one, but they won't take Jason day and take him off. his like 25 or 30 and say, he's 50 now as, and I can hope that he's got seven months, nine months, whatever it is to, Find Jason Day again. Yeah, and the big part about that is no one rushes to the futures boards 10 months out to bet a guy to see if he's a great yeah, value. The they guy, want to bet yeah. on a guy because they're like, oh, my God, he's playing great. So and they're not rushing to like, oh, yeah, we'll take. No, they know that, like, the Masters is in nine months. And Jason Day, we're not, like, dumb enough to make him a 60-to-1 golfer yet. 
Yeah, maybe well, week of he is. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we'll get a couple more in. Uh, break down your golf match on Friday and your PGA Tour equivalents. Um, I have none. You were you played much better than yeah. I did. Um, I'd say for me, it ended when I found out about the Derwin James, James injury. Yeah. That ended. That ended. I think I made maxes. I, I was playing. I played fine. I played with you a few years ago. I think you could see I've distinctly improved. I've you've worked gotten on a lot it. better. Yeah, I can get to the green side in two. It'll take me four to come home. Sometimes I'll get lucky, but I'm. I'm playing fine. You've got a mean game that, like, I can sense when you're... When I'm playing well, I play really well, but you can see how it goes off the rails. Well, yeah, because it's so, like, violent and vicious, like, off the tee. Like, you just let it all... I I try to crush every shot. And you just... And sometimes it flies, and other times it, it goes OB, but it's, like, a fine line. And I get, like, you know, the one thing I sympathize is, um... Because if I don't have, like, my clubs, I suck. Yeah, I was using. I'm still embarrassed by how I played in Florida a few years ago with Bear Off with his brother's clubs. Yeah. I'm like, I literally still shook. I can't wait to get back to Florida to show Bear Off. I'm not that bad. I can actually like do this sport. The clubs that you gave me to use because I my clubs are actually back at home. I don't have any in Toronto with me because I do most of my playing on the yeah. East Coast and rarely are here. So thank you again for inviting me. Great course, by the way. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, if people want to have like a PGA Tour comparison, I compare it to like Colonial. It's an it, old school it, it, tree lined golf tight, course, tree lined, but it also tough greens. But, but if you're good, you can like go. A lot of elevation. Yeah, I was surprised by, but I could not hit any of those wedges. Like if I was 60 yards from the green, I was either hitting it four feet in front of me or 60 yards past. But that's also a thing like wedges are like feel. True, but if I had, I feel like if I had my wedges, it would have been. Easier for me. Yeah, but you know, like I know where I, I know from ninety away. Here's what I here's the club that I always use. Like for my example, club. you had like some hybrids that are way better than mine, and I'm hitting mine well right now. But I want an upgrade. But I know my numbers, and I'm like, if I hit that, like I could sail I, it three. I could sail I it like twenty five iron. In yeah, like eye. I could <laughs> sail it like forever because I feel like this club has like brand new technology in it that that my. Uh, dumpsters don't, but okay. And I don't have any PGA Tour equivalent that I don't even know. I, I've never even thought about it. Someone that. actually put this out the other day. Uh, it was like a poll. Like, if you were on the PGA Tour, just you playing right now, what would be like the part of your game where you weren't the worst compared to the field, like in strokes gained? The answer would have to be putting, right? Because maybe you could luck into a good putting round. Because otherwise, you're just going to be a disaster versus everyone. Like, if it's going to come down to driving, no is the answer. If it's irons, the answer is no. If it's short game, the answer is no. Maybe you can make a few putts. That's the and that's like a one percent chance. No, that be you could the be worst like in everything. Maybe you have to pick one because even my lag. I think by of- I think by odds you could get lucky enough at putting that maybe if you make one eighty footer somehow, then all of a sudden your strokes game putting looks a lot better. Sure, that's that's insane. One more. Oh damn. Okay. Uh, no, okay. Okay, good. So we're almost done. Uh, outside the scope for this week, but I'd love to hear a narrative show where you go through maybe 50 players. We do not have dominant time for that narratives today. that precede them into turn. That's just me. That would just be me taking my minor in psychology and applying it to things I know absolutely no, no, nothing listen, about. I, I th- or unless I misread that. He, no, here's the, I, I think that what he's trying to get at is it's the same thing I always say every year that I want to do like a top 100 players fantasy football countdown show. But I don't have the time to do that. Like we do a show every day. 
Like to do like some of these super shows, especially one like that, would take so much planning. When do you have the time to film it? Like that would be a really good over the Christmas show. Maybe we break it into three parts and we just go over the top 50 players and we do five minutes on each player. I think that's what he's talking about. Like, what does this guy need to do? What do we expect from this player? I think that's what he's getting at. How many people will end up splitting the prize for the $5 drive the green? No idea. No idea how draft. And someone wants a new intro song, but I don't want to tell you their name because I don't want you to ban them. But they say nothing but nice things about the show. Well, that's great. Hey, listen, if people want to make a new intro with graphics and send it to me for free okay. and then give, well, me, you know and give me complete ownership of it with no reprisal, then, hey, I'm all in. Send them over. Well, he the actually, Pat Mayo Experience at gmail.com. Well, then I'll read the whole thing. Love the PME and all the guests. You guys have made my daily DFS hobby affordable. My turn to help you guys. The show needs a new opening. Kurt one doesn't fit the vibe attitude of the show. I'm sure with all the followers, someone could cut you a kick-ass opening. So well, listen, if but you made the thing that they get nothing for it, and you own it. You might win a draw for 20 DK bucks. <laughs> if it's good enough, and I end up using it. Uh, intros are tough, man. Like, graphics are, it's the one thing, like, Paul's really good at them, but, like, even, like, moving graphics and finding the time to actually, like, sit down and... Like, when I had my old open, when it was the Pat Mayo Hour, and it was like, Pat Mayo Hour. Like, to find that song took me, I don't know, three weeks of going through, like, 500 songs. And I actually took a song and clipped it from two different parts of the song together so it would hit at a certain time. Like, at Fantasy, I had that kind of time because I wasn't married. I wasn't dating anyone. I didn't have a kid. Now, like, I don't get stoned on my couch for five hours at night and, like, listen to free music and try to piece stuff together but i know a lot of people who watch the show do so if you do have it out there listen i'm all, i'm all game for it if people want to create a new intro so i like that question i think that's a good one to end on. all right sorry we didn't talk more about the tour championship i don't know what there is to say there's 30 golfers you're familiar with if you're watching this show yeah. <laughs> like i what can i tell you jeff feinberg follow him on twitter at g feinberg 17 instagram g feinberg 17 you have a one and done no. Is the one done even running? I think it has to be. You can't catch me. Well, I didn't have an entered for like three weeks. No, but like just with our picks, like tabulated. Okay, can. fine. And Spieth can't get a win this season. Well, he still so. has like seven events. Wait, no, it's over, is it not? No, we bet the year, didn't we? I thought we did. We made the bet in January. I don't know. Someone's got to find that tape. If someone finds the tape, listen, if that's the case, then we split. We're even. I thought if, it if was not, like. Spieth, Spieth at the Safeway, pal. Because, like, I have such a curmudgeon with the guy, I will say he won't win, even though I actually do feel like he's got a break. winner, Jordan Spieth. I'm upset. I, I thought it would have been, like, through I, I the honestly year don't of, know. of Listen, real players. If you want to end it, we'll end it right now. That's why I, like, was almost like the Wyndham was the last, like, chance. Then then there we are. We, we broke even on our preseason golf bets. Yeah, because I didn't. I should have bet for Telly versus Spieth, too. <laughs> Should have. I gave you that option. Yeah, but I wanted for tell. I, I know it was. It, I know. I know. Longhorns golf. Was Scheffler a Longhorn or just from? I Texas? think he's just from Texas. I don't know. We'll find out. Anyway, I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you for watching this season of the Pat Mayo Experience Golf Pick Show. I will return tomorrow for golf with Rick Gaiman to break down the DraftKings side of things. And during the swing season, you can still check me out on PGA Tour.com uh, doing their videos. And I still will be doing a DraftKings show. 
for every golf event on the Pat Mayo Experience. So remember, just tune in. I got you golf covered. And the swing season is actually a great time to make some cash. That's actually where I went on a heater last year was through the swing season. The prize pools aren't quite as big on DraftKings, but they are much easier to win because you have all these jabronis who are just looking to get some action on a Thursday. They're trying to play NFL and like throwing contests into golf. This is where Fantasy National really comes in handy to find these under-the-radar guys for the swing season. Sweat again. So get an annual membership to FantasyNational.com right now, and it gets you right through to the end of Tour Championship next season. It's pretty good deal i recommend you go do it you should be using it if you're serious and playing more than like three dollars a week gambling or on DraftKings. all right i'm pat mayo thank you for watching thanks for being with us hope you won some cash but most of all i hope you had some laughs i'll see you next time everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.